Hello, people of the world, and welcome to today's episode of the Unity Project podcast. This episode is so insanely special and exciting for me to make. Today, I got to interview my girlfriend, Kaylee Andrews, for the second time. However, the first time I interviewed her, she was not my girlfriend yet, and we were in the middle of figuring out a lot of things that we explain in this episode. Kaylee and I have a really incredible story of how we found each other, how we met, how we fell in love, and all of those good fun things. And I had so much fun talking about that story with her, talking about what it was like to go through the waves of what a relationship looks like. What I've learned, I think, the most of relationships is it holds up a mirror for you to really just learn more about who you are and in that learning more about who you are together and all sorts of things so at the end of the episode we answer some questions that you guys sent in on social media and all the things so yeah i hope you guys enjoy and i will see you soon Kaylee for the second time in the past five minutes. Those listening don't know, but we just did this and I forgot to hit record or plug something in. I'm not super sure, but how's it going, Kaylee? You're sitting right across from me. I've never recorded a podcast sitting across from somebody, especially you. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but no one. Especially me. Wow. Oh my gosh. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah. Well, we're sitting in your closet right now, which is ironic. Because neither of us are in the closet. No. But we're very in the closet right now. Yes. If we were in the closet in a different form, this would be a very interesting dynamic. Very interesting. To say the least. Yes. We'd be gal pals. (laughs) Be great. (laughs) Just gals being pals. Gals being pals. Those who don't know, Kaylee is my girlfriend who I love so much. And it's so fun because... The first episode of this podcast, I recorded with Kaylee in a very different scenario. We were not dating, and it was a very interesting time in our relationship, which we're going to share because we wanted to make this podcast to share our story and answer questions and talk about love and all the things, and I'm so excited. (laughs) She's giggling. You can't see her, but she looks very pretty. Oh, thank you. (laughs) How do you feel about this podcast? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you um, giddy? I am excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm more excited because we've only told a couple people like our story from kind of the very beginning to where we are now. Um, And it's long. It's not something that's easy to be like, oh, yeah, we met in this place. And then, you know, we got each other's number and then we started dating and like the rest is history. It's way more complicated and so I'm excited to be able to like kind of tell it (laughs) (laughs) excuse me (laughs) I second that but I always say the short version of our story of how we met is we met and the long version is this (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes okay well I agree our story is it's a very very good at points hard story to talk about so it's fun because we just literally like 15 minutes ago were 
talking about the first message I ever sent Kaylee. So I came out as bisexual in at the end of October of 2018. Mm-hmm. That's a story for another time because it's very long and this is not about that. But I came out as bisexual then. And about two weeks later, I was fumbling around on the internet and I I was in like what felt like a very safe queer community on Twitter. Kaylee was in that community, but Kaylee was not out yet. And I didn't know. I just thought, oh, she must be queer. She's on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not true. Not everyone on Twitter is... I mean, I was. In some form gay. Yes. I mean, she was, but that's... Yeah. That's really funny. So I saw Kaylee and I saw her picture and I thought, oh, she's so pretty. She looks super pretty. And like super my type and so <laughs> she's raising her eyebrows like me <laughs> and I thought she looks so pretty I didn't know who she was I didn't know where she came from she was just on the internet so I decided to dm her as my like I'm out now I'm gonna like make some moves see what happens then I message her and I say Kaylee we don't know each other but I just want to tell you you're really pretty is that what I said yeah you said something about not knowing each other outside of the internet and yeah you just wanted to tell me that you thought I was really pretty and I was like <gasps> Oh. oh. What was your experience? What happened in your brain? Um, I don't remember what I said back, but I just remember, like, I knew from Twitter or the internet or something that you had just come out. And mm-hmm. so I knew, like, there was more meaning than just, like, oh, you're pretty. Like, it just it felt like it meant a little bit more. And then I was, I thought you were really pretty. You're very much my type as we've discussed, (laughs) and I was like, oh, but I'm not out. Like, I can't, like, I would have totally, I don't know, made some moves too, but I wasn't out. And I was like, ah, I was kind of mad. Um, But I just remember being really excited, and yeah. Yeah. I, it's so weird. I remember that, like, it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't. Nothing came out of that. We just, like, continued to follow each other on Twitter, and I went on really weird dates with really weird people in a really weird time. <laughs> Lots of interesting <laughs> stories there. The day we actually met was on our friend Turner's birthday. So my the actual reason I know Kaylee is because Kaylee grew up with my best friend Turner, and... I later found that out because Turner was mentioning around her birthday that her friend Kaylee from California is coming to town. And in my head, I, I clarified what who she was talking about. And then I realized who she was talking about. And I knew it was the girl that I told was pretty. So I got kind of like secretly like, oh, <laughs> okay. And so then I was planning on Turner's birthday, but I ended up having to go on tour, which was a very bad tour. Don't tour with bad people. That's all I have to say. But I missed the party, but Kaylee was still in town, and Turner told me to come over to her house when I got back from tour. And so I was, like, really, really tired. I was really upset. I just had a really bad experience. But I wanted to go to Turner's house because Turner's my best friend. So I show up, and I knock on the door, and Turner lets me in. Turner gives me a hug. And then I look over, and Kaylee walks out of the bathroom, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) nothing else mattered I looked at her and everything else changed she looked so pretty and it's fun because I feel like I have this memory like etched in my brain 
And it's just like everything else like got blurry. It was kind of one of those my, like Glennon Doyle's whole, whole well, there she is moments that Kaylee talked about it in that way a while ago. And I was like, <gasps> I think you talked about it that way before you met or you knew. I didn't know who Glennon Doyle was. I didn't know anything about her or her story with Abby or anything. But I remember, um, like, my side of it is I didn't know you were going to be in town. I knew Turner said that she really wished you had been there for her party, but that you were touring and that you were going to be out of town or whatever. But I never knew you were coming back. I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, man, I won't get to meet Jackie. Like, I... um, I really wanted to meet her, but, you know, there'll be another time, I'm sure, and, like, kind of was just, like, okay, well, that sucks. And then, um... Wait, did you know I was the one who messaged you about, like, the book and everything? Like, had you connected I knew who you were. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I knew who you were, and, like, I knew we'd interacted on Twitter before and stuff, but, um, so I, like, had that basis, but I was, like, I... Yeah, I was like, okay, well, she's not going to be here. That sucks. Like, that's a bummer for Turner, but that's also a bummer for me because I won't get to meet her. Um, and then I remember Turner earlier the, in the day before you came over, she was like, oh, yeah, Jackie's going to come over later. And I was like, what? I thought she was out of town. And Turner's like, no, she just got back or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then you came over, and I guess I was I was in the bathroom, and then I came out, and I saw you, and I just... That was it. That was it. I like, <laughs> I like saw you, and I. That's never ever happened to me before, where I've had like that strong of a reaction to like seeing somebody for the first time. But yeah, before I even knew who Glennon Doyle was, like it felt like it was like, there she is. Like that's, like, that's her, and mm-hmm. that's what I felt like. Um, which is so crazy because that's n- I've never felt that strongly about anybody. Yeah. Let alone like meeting them for the first time. Me too. It just it felt like a very very important moment. Mm-hmm. And I walked over and I introduced myself and I gave her a hug and I like, didn't want to let go. And it's weird because I had just met her, but it was one of those just like it was just this like soul connection type thing. That they talk about in like movies and stuff, mm-hmm. and I as well. I hadn't, I had never felt that way before. Like I, I had experienced in the past, like meeting someone and like wanting to know everything about them. Like I felt that way about um, my best friend Amy Pape. Oh, Amy Pape, I'm gonna send this to you, and you're gonna hear your name. You <laughs> always do. I'm your number oh, one fan. Um, or Turner, or I don't know, but it's never been in this like that kind of way. Like it was this. It was the like I want to know everything about you, but also like you're like a part of me and I don't know how to explain it it was it was incredible and so for the rest of that day I just kept wanting to talk to Kaylee and I kept wanting to ask her questions and I just like wanted to know everything about her and then that night uh Turner asked if I wanted to sleep over because I was really tired and oh wait, wait, wait. We're, we're skipping so many things what did we skip? We skipped uh, us walking to you flirting. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I am the worst at flirting. Always have been. I had a friend in college who was convinced he could teach me how to flirt. And it did not work. Um, and I am the worst. But we were walking down the hallway with a group of people, 
um, shortly after I met Jackie, it was like very soon after, and I heard Jackie talking to, who are you talking to? Do you remember? Probably Turner. Either Turner or it might have been Casey. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was, she was talking to somebody um, about, I guess, people you've dated in the past or something. You, yeah. like, briefly mentioned that you dated a lot of Kayleys. Yeah, I've dated multiple Kayleys. Like, uh, not a lot, but, you know, multiple. Yeah. More, more than, than one. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's uh, And so, and I, I've never done anything like this in the, my whole life. I turn around and, like, have a little smirk on my face, and I look at Jackie, and I go, oh, so you have a type. And I turn back around and keep walking, and I was like, oh, my God, I just said that. Oh my God. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. She knows, she knows, oh, my God, oh, my God, what do I do? She knows. She's on to me. Because I didn't even know she was, did I even know you were bi at this yeah, point? Yeah, I told you almost immediately. Okay, yeah. On purpose. <laughs> I needed you to know. I gave her a high five. She's yeah. like, well, I just, because, oh, because I had just, part of that tour was me, like, text ending things with this girl I was kind of dating, just like non-exclusive type dating type thing mm-hmm. it was just a mess it was a total mess and I was like sharing all this annoying like dating drama and then I think I asked how your dating life was mm-hmm. or something and you're like well I just came out as fun yeah I just started coming out in around August I started telling my uh a few of my siblings and then I had a plan to like tell my parents around Thanksgiving um, and so this timing, timing of this was in September of uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. It was. And so you asked me how my dating life was, and I was like, oh, I just started coming out. I'm bisexual. And you like, gave me this big high five, and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. And I was <laughs> like, and secretly I was like, I had to tell you, like, as soon as possible. It had to be known because I was like, I had a mad crush on you already, so... <laughs> Oh, this makes me so happy. <laughs> My gosh. Actually, now that I think about it, I think Turner mentioned before you came that you were, she was like, My friend Kaylee just came out or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, th- I remember knowing somehow. That was mm-hmm. probably what happened. But anyway, that night, so we kept talking to each other the whole day, and I just, I like wanted to talk to Kaylee. She's all I wanted to talk to you. And there was this moment where, like, I fell off this air mattress, and she, like, put her hand down to, like, help me back up. And it was just the whole, like, hmm. (laughs) It was so sweet. It was so sweet. Oh, my gosh. We're so cheesy. We're so cheesy. There's so much cheese happening. So much cheese. But then that night, Turner asked me if I wanted to sleep over. And I normally, I recently told Kaylee this, but I normally hate sleeping over at people's houses because I, like, want my own bed and I want, like, to brush my teeth and wash my face. I, like, have my routine. I don't wake up the next morning, have coffee, yada, yada, yada. But I said yes and stayed over because of Kaylee. Because I was... <laughs> you so had a crush on me. I had a crush on Kaylee. I stayed over because I didn't want to leave Kaylee. And there were air mattresses in the living room. And I assumed Kaylee was on one of them, and I was like, oh, I get to sleep next to Kaylee. And then she went and slept somewhere else, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm still near. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I had no idea. I was still closer to her than I would have been if I went home, so it was fine. But we woke up the next day, and I left. I went home. And then I came back that night. We went to a <laughs> rooftop bar for Turner's, like a later Turner celebration day. Mm-hmm. And... Kaylee walked out, and she was wearing this long black dress, and she looked so pretty. 
so pretty. And so then I found myself again only talking to Kaylee. We like said, like I was, we're there to celebrate Turner. Sorry, Turner. We love you, Turner. I just couldn't stop talking to Kaylee. I had to know everything about her. And so we sat back in the backseat of the car and talked to her. I like asked you what your relationship with Faith was like. Mm-hmm. We talked about everything. And then we got to the rooftop bar and we didn't get to sit by each other. And I was really secretly sad and she was secretly sad. Mm-hmm. What was your experience with that? Um, I was very excited we both sat in the back seat. We talked about a lot. We fit so much into our conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I remember seeing you. You were wearing, like, your uh, black tank top, little flowy shirt, and black pants, and your hair was curled, and you looked really pretty. Mm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> she's so pretty. Um and then we got to the rooftop bar, and I was kind of bummed we couldn't sit next to each other because we we were talking like the whole way to the rooftop bar and the car, and then when we were walking to it, we were talking. So it just felt like it was like an abrupt stop to like just the conversation that we just had mm-hmm. flowing for the last you know however long. Um, so I was bummed. I mean, I knew we would talk again, obviously, because we were still hanging out. After we were at the rooftop bar, we went back um, to Turner's apartment and, like, we're hanging out with a few people. And the night was kind of coming to an end. And Jackie and I had been talking because that's what we were doing mm-hmm. um, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, and I don't remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about, like, it might have been do you remember? Was it like faith deconstruction? I think we were talking like something like that. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, we should continue this conversation. It like felt like, oh, I want to talk to you more about this. So, hey, can I get your number? And I was like so nervous building up to that because I've never really asked for anybody's number before besides somebody like in a friendship way. And so I, I don't know, I was like kind of nervous and like I knew you were, I figured you would say, oh, yeah, sure, here's my I number. No. <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of a quick end to our Plot uh, twist, <laughs> our talking. Um, but yeah, so I, I like had just the nerves building up to it. And I wanted to ask for your number, like, I think the first night I wanted to, but I just didn't. And then this was like a convenient, like, oh, let's keep talking about this. Can I have your number so we can, you know? talk more about this and then she was like sure so we exchanged numbers and then I sent her like hi it's Kaylee or something like that or it's Kaylee smiley face and um and then she texted me when she got home after that night yes wait mm-hmm. did I mm-hmm. okay then I texted it was after you left yeah. okay and I it said something like about her being like you're a beautiful person inside mm-hmm. and out super subtle that I liked her Mm -hmm. so subtle Mm -hmm. okay so then (laughs) Kaylee goes back to California and all I can do is think about Kaylee it's literally all I can do and I'm confused because I'm like what just happened Mm -hmm. what just happened and I started to realize like we instantly started texting all the time oh yeah yeah 24 7 yeah like right when you landed didn't you text me and it just kind of started from there Mm -hmm. yeah so we talked about everything. We had like these novel length texts. I remember going over to my friend Casey's house because Casey and I used to swap date stories all the time. And she would ask like if I was dating anyone right now or interested in anyone, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, 
that Kaylee girl that came to Turner's birthday we've been talking, but she lives on the other side of the country, so I don't know if anything's going to come from it. I don't know if she likes me. I don't know if we're just friends. Like, I just don't know. And I showed Casey, like, the length of our text, and they were super, super long. And that just continued mm -hmm. every single day. And it was so hard because I just, like, it's hard because, I don't know, when you're first coming out and figuring out, like, dating girls... It feels confusing because it's hard to tell, like, are we interested in each other? Mm. Or, like, is she just like me as a friend? Because girls are really nice and sweet to each other in general. I mean, I feel like it was more obvious than I realized. <laughs> You're just yeah. nodding your head. Yes. <laughs> That's very obvious. What did? How did you feel during that time? Um, I usually am, like, really uncertain if somebody's interested in me or not. And I was pretty sure you liked me. It was one of those things where I was like, if I'm listening to my gut, like, it's telling me you like me. And, yeah, I did have those thoughts because I never dated a girl before and I never had navigated those, like, first, you know, getting to know you and, like, figuring out do you feel the same way and all that stuff. I had not navigated that with a girl before. And so it felt like you were interested. I mean, as we've discussed, you're not very subtle. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Not particularly, um, but yeah, I just like, I felt like you probably liked me. I really liked you. I was shocked how much I liked you. Like, I've never felt that strongly for anybody, even the people I've talked to and dated that I've known for a while. So it was just, it was different. And it was one of those things where I was like, it just felt like a huge deal to me. Like it didn't, it was just so different. And I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know. It was just different. And I kind of figured you liked me. I, I don't know. You didn't strike me as somebody who would have like taken the time to write that long of text messages to somebody if you weren't interested. Yeah. So that's very true. Yeah, I know I wouldn't. I barely respond to people if I don't have interest in them. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was it was something that just felt really, really special and really important. It was mm -hmm. kind of just like like they were so long that it kind of ended up being how we could just exchange like one text a day because it was like long like I would have to wait till I got to my computer to type something up for her to respond and we're like neither one of us wanted the conversation to end so we just kept asking more and more questions and then uh, you decided to come visit at yes. the end of October because originally we were like you should come for Thanksgiving mm -hmm. but you couldn't get the time off work so you're like yeah mm -hmm. so I'll just come I wanted to come for like Halloween time yeah yeah because Halloween was my coming out anniversary so I was like yeah. I'll come for that yeah and I was like oh okay yeah so I like wanted to come anyway because I like visiting Turner but then it was just a bonus because I knew Jackie now and I was like oh I'd get more time with Jackie and like get to hang out with her and talk to her more and um, and I love fall, so I was super excited about going to Nashville for the fall. Um, yeah, so I planned that trip, and, like, you know, during the time leading up to it, it was really fun. We were still talking all the time, and um, and at that point, we hadn't, like, said outright that we liked each other. We still were just, like, I don't know, 
talking all the time, and it was pretty obvious that we liked each other, but neither one of us said it for whatever reason. I was scared. I think I was scared because I was so already so invested, mm. and it had only been like a month and a half by the time I came back to visit. Um, yeah, so I came to visit at the end of um, October around Halloween, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so she came to visit, and the first night, I I went over to Turner's apartment to wait. Turner had just picked her up from the airport, but they weren't back yet, so I was just sitting there waiting for her. I just got off work, and she walked in, and it was another, like, jaw-dropping feeling moment. Because it just, it felt, like, too good to be true. I was like, how is this real? Because, like, I knew how absolutely just beautiful that she was and I knew how connected I felt to her which is not a common like I've just never felt connected someone like that in general and she was just like the most beautiful girl ever and super sweet super kind and all the things and I loved talking to her and felt so safe and that it just felt too good to be true I was like this isn't real this can't possibly be real and then she walked in and I was like oh my god oh my god okay it's real (laughs) so she came and she sat by me on the couch and we just sat and we talked. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I really, really, really hope she likes me. I really hope she likes me. And Turner had the next day. She had to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. So it was just going to be me and Kaylee the next day. Mm-hmm. So we made a plan for me to come pick her up at some point in the morning and mm-hmm. uh, just spend time together. And so I left that night and... I was so excited. I texted Kaylee, and I was like, I'm so happy you're here. And in the back of my mind, I don't know why. I just always, like, even, like, and we'll get to this later, but in the recent times, like, I just assume you don't like me anymore. And so I think I just, like, got scared. I was like, she can't possibly like me anymore. Like, she can't, like, maybe she liked me in the beginning, but she doesn't like me anymore. (laughs) Like, so. And then when she responded all, like, nice, I was like, oh, maybe she still likes me. She responded. (laughs) Oh, man. It was so fun. So then the next, the next Oh, you can share your part from that if you have anything. Um, I mean, basically just the same. I was super excited to see you, and I was kind of, like, I was nervous and excited that we were going to have time together, like, just us the next day, and I didn't know what that would look like. I was like, oh, my goodness. This is, like, I don't know. It just felt it just felt different because I liked you so much. And so I was like, Oh my goodness. It just felt like, you know, first date jitters where you're just like nervous or like you met somebody you think they're really cool and you want to go on a date with them. And then like, it's like leading up to it and you're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Are they going to like me? Are we going to have a good time? Will I know what to talk about? Mm. Are they going to like what I'm wearing? (laughs) I loved what she wore. (laughs) Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Um, Yeah. But it was kind of like that, like the night before and then the morning before we hung out. I was just super excited and like had some butterflies and was jittery and like. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I drove to pick her up and on the way into Turner's apartment, I was like trying to think of something clever to say because I feel like I have to say something clever. Like I I have to get her to think because my whole thing is always like I have to make them think I'm funny and they have to like me and think I'm amusing. (laughs) Like the just witty and whatever um and that's my own issue but I was thinking in my mind the whole time trying to think something witty to say and I walk up and I say whatever I was thinking and planning of saying and I'm like okay cool I did it (laughs) 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 like yay me high five and then um 
We sat and we talked for a long time about like, she was reading this book about like the Enneagram and neurology, neuroscience. Neuroscience, yeah. We talked about that and I was so excited. We just instantly just deep dove into conversation again. It Mm -hmm. felt so natural, so natural. That day we went to uh, Radnor Lake to go hiking and we get there and we start walking. We're talking about everything like I end up sharing a lot of really personal stuff with Kaylee, which felt like a big deal. She shared a lot with me, and we just we talked mm-hmm. a lot about so many things. And I remember wanting to hold her hand like really, really bad. And I even I even think I like really wanted to. I mean, of course, I wanted to kiss you. I always wanted to kiss you, but I remember thinking like, <laughs> should I kiss her? Like we're in a pretty place. Maybe I should kiss her. <laughs> like, oh, oh my god, I haven't oh even held goodness. her hand. I haven't even done that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really wanted to hold your hand at Radnor Lake too. I remember just walking next to you and I felt like really connected to you and we were sharing so much and I was just like, oh, I really want to hold your hand. And then I really wanted to take a picture with you by the lake and I don't know why I didn't ask you. It's like a really ridiculous thing to chicken out on. Just like asking, <laughs> hey, you want a picture together? Obviously you would have said yes. No. Um, what if I was like, no. You're like, no, I don't, don't want to remember this moment. Um, no photos, please. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I, I remember we were walking on the path and to, like to the right in the woods I saw two deer and so I took a picture of the deer to remember the walk by instead of asking for a picture. Oh, I'm happy of the memory. I do. <laughs> I do. It's somewhere in my phone. Um, yeah, it seems silly now looking back and being like, why didn't I just ask you for a picture? Like, mm-hmm. that was whatever. Apparently, I'm a little bit of a chicken, but... Um, no. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we did that little hike and that was super fun and it was really cool to um learn more about each other and I remember feeling like it was a really big deal that she trusted me enough to share what she did with me and I felt I just felt really connected to her and then we went to get sushi Mm -hmm. which is Something I learned very quickly that Jackie loves. Yes. That I also love with my whole soul. Yeah, I think Kaylee takes the prize for, like, sushi lover of the world. Yeah, I <laughs> yes. love I love sushi. Anyway, so I was super excited because she wanted to go to the sushi place. We went to the sushi place and um, talked the whole time. I think we talked more than we ate. Um, and I was so nervous when we were at sushi. I was nervous, too. Yeah. I was nervous, too. I don't know why, because I hadn't been nervous, like, any of the times we talked before that. Something about, like, sitting across from me at a a restaurant just made me nervous. Because it's, like, I I mean, there just wasn't, like, I don't know. I just really, really liked you, and I thought you really liked me, and I, like, didn't know what was happening. I was, like, oh, is this a date? No, this can't be a date. I I I think that's why I was nervous. I was, like, psyching myself out, like, I didn't know what was going on. Well, and then when the check came, I paid for it. So yeah, I wanted it to be a date. Yeah, so Kaylee made it a date. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really sweet. We went back to Turner's that night to watch Shit's Creek because yay, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. And we sat on the couch waiting for Turner to get home and just continued talking about it. We talked so much. It was nonstop. <laughs> it was like, non-stop. not a moment of silence. No. So we just continued talking 
And we were sitting really, really close together. Can I just tell this? Do you care? (laughs) That's my thing, but I just want to make sure. So we were sitting really close together. We weren't like touching. Like maybe maybe our hips were touching. Maybe our legs were touching. touching But we weren't like holding hands. There wasn't. We weren't like cuddling or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We were just really close together. Mm -hmm. And like, for lack of better words. I don't think I realized this till Turner came home. So so we were sitting really close together and Turner opens the door and comes home and I like all of a sudden realized what was going on and I was in this like trance and realized, oh my gosh, I have like a major like lady boner right now. <laughs> it was like like my whole entire like my there's electricity and like all the fireworks and butterflies in my body. Reminder, I wasn't even we weren't even like holding hands. We were we just sitting touching by in each any other. Way. No, we were just sitting close <laughs> together. And my body just responded and I was like, okay, well, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I got into the bathroom. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, uh, it, it really felt like, wow, my body like knows something that I just, my body like knows what's going on. And never in a million years did I think I would even tell Kaylee that, nonetheless put that on my podcast, but it feels, feels, feel good about it. <laughs> Feeling good about it. We'll, we'll see later. I'll make a um, edited version for a backup. Just kidding. This is dang it. But that happened and I like just sat in the bathroom and I remember just like thinking to myself for a second, like, oh my God. This is, that has never happened to me before. Like, I do not, that doesn't happen. But, yeah. I mean, you didn't tell me that till recently, and yeah. I was thrilled to find out that yes. that happened. I thought it was <laughs> the funniest thing in the world. Because I knew you got up to go to the bathroom, but I had no idea why. I thought you were just going to pee or something. Yeah. Um, that's very funny. Um. Yeah, but there's just, like, this electricity and, like, this, like, almost magnetism when we, like, especially early on. I mean, now still, obviously, but especially early on when it was, like, before we'd held hands and before we'd kissed. And it was just, like, oh, my gosh. It's just, I don't even know. It's, like, oh, my goodness. It's just intense. Like, it just feels like electricity. I don't know. And I felt that sitting next to you, too, and I was, like... I don't know. It's just so weird because I never felt that with anybody. Mm-mm. But then the next night, the mm, next night. Infamous night. Yes. Yes. So it was her last night in town. And we were all going to watch a movie. And we were going to watch Avengers Endgame. And Which is like three hours long. And I've never been more thankful for a movie to be three hours long. Yes. It's three hours. Three hours. So we sit down, and we just had another full day of talking and connecting mm-hmm. and all the things. And we're sitting close together. I, like, made sure we were going to sit by each other. I remember, <laughs> like, intentionally, like, okay, I got to, like, there's no not sitting by Kaylee. And I asked her, do you want to share a blanket? And, like, five minutes into the movie, I don't even know. I don't know how I got the courage to do this, but I, like, moved my hand over and grabbed her hand under the blanket. And I died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I got the courage to do that. And it's so funny. I feel like we're in seventh grade talking about holding hands. But, like, it no. felt like this huge, huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It was, like, just, I mean, it was, like, lightning. It just was unbelievable. I'd never felt that way holding someone's hand before. Like, it was, I don't know. It was crazy. And I was so excited that you held my hand. 
Um, and I was so excited. It was a really long movie. Yes, we just hours. like held each other's hands for like <laughs> three hours. Yeah, it was great. That's so sweet. And so then mm-hmm. I like I kept like I wasn't super following the movie for multiple reasons, but also <laughs> like I kept asking Kaylee questions. I kept asking Kaylee questions, and the way she would answer, she would like get really close to my ear and like whisper the answers, and. I loved that. <laughs> so I just kept asking her questions so she would whisper in my ear. And it's really funny now knowing that like, oh, that's what you're doing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. She told me that recently too. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. That is so funny. Let's ask you questions. What? Yeah. What? Um, but yeah. And so then the movie ended. Uh, here you tell the next part. The movie ended, and we had been sitting on the futon that was made up into a couch, and then it was we, you took it down to make it into your bed because you were spending the night. Um, and I was again gonna, just because Kaylee was there, <laughs> which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to go sleep in the other room, and I was sitting there talking to you, and I was like. I just kept talking to you and looking at you, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can, I have to kiss her. And I I wimped out again. I was like, no, I can't do that. I don't know why I couldn't do it, but I didn't kiss her. And I spent months kicking myself over that. Mm -hmm. But I just was like looking into your eyes, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. I like her Mm -hmm. so much. We just held hands for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, oh my goodness, I was like crazy about you. Um, Yeah, so then I didn't, I didn't end up kissing you. I really wanted to. Yeah. Then the next morning, you were supposed to fly home. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is funny. (laughs) Yeah, you tell this part too. Okay, so I was supposed to fly home the next morning, and I was so mad I did not want to fly home I was like it's just getting good like I'm super it's excited just good <laughs> <laughs> I really like Jackie I can't leave yet it's not time and I was mm-hmm. so upset and I like looked up flights that were going to be the next day but there were no flights out the next day that would work with my schedule and or they were all full or something I don't remember and I was like oh my goodness so then I um I just dragged my feet and just, like, was not motivated to leave at all. And so we finally get in the car and, like, drive to the airport and get out, give Jackie a huge hug, um, didn't want to let go, and give Turner a huge hug um, and say goodbye. And I walk into the airport and I go to check in and (laughs) the the lady at the check-in counter was like, your flight leaves in six minutes. You're not going to make it. And I was like, I started laughing. and I, <laughs> Because I am notoriously early. Like, I get to the airport at least two hours early, regardless of how long the um, security lines usually are, regardless of anything. And, um, and I get there, like, six minutes to spare, and it just wasn't happening. So I was like, oh, my goodness, is there any, are there any flights out um, and like later this afternoon she's like yeah I'll book it for you and she booked me on the next flight and I was like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. 
I remember I was so sad on the drive to the airport. I remember you turning around in the seat because I wasn't saying anything. And I was really sad. And I remember because you were in the front seat and you turning around to look at me. Do you remember? I don't remember mm-hmm. what, exactly. And I was just like, I was so sad because I was mm-hmm. like, this isn't, this can't like, you can't leave. I know. What are we going to do? And I like just didn't know what was going to happen because there was, I mean, I don't remember if you had mentioned already about like, oh, maybe I'll get a job in Nashville. I don't think you had yet. No, not so, yet. I just had no idea how, and I never felt that way, and I knew how much I liked Kaylee, and I just had no idea how it was going to work, and I was really sad. And mm-hmm. so she goes back to California, and uh, the talking continues, like, just like it was before, but now, like, more into, I think that's when I told you I had a crush on you. Yeah, and I told you I really liked you. I was like, I really like you. Yeah, and I think it was, like, a month or so later when I was like, I don't know if I should say this, but I really want to kiss you. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I really want to kiss you too, but I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. And we just kept talking and we like started an email too. And then we started like, we talked on the phone a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is when it gets sad. So last year was a bit of a downfall for me towards the end. I, I mean, this isn't news to anybody who follows me on the internet I had a really bad or I was like struggling really bad with an eating disorder and when that gets really bad depression gets really bad and they ping pong back and forth getting worse and worse and worse and I was just like downward spiraling and I was trying to do some like intense trauma therapy and it wasn't working because I was constantly just like numbing out using all the bad coping mechanisms and it just wasn't going well and so in November, my therapist told me that I needed to go, she thinks I need to go to treatment for my eating disorder. And that was kind of just this like sobering up, like punch in the face. Oh my gosh, it's, it is this bad. It is actually this bad. And I told Kaylee about it. I was really, really scared because I just, at the time, other than, like, one person, I didn't know anyone personally who had gone to treatment. I felt really embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt scared. I felt all these things. And I was like, here's this girl I really like. I don't know. What's she going to... Th- Is this going to make her not like me anymore? Is this going to, like, make her, f- like, freak her out? Yada, yada, yada. Like, I just... I don't know. And I didn't know... I just was in a really, really, really bad spot. And so we continued to try to talk about it. What was what was your experience of that part of it? Um, you had alluded to struggling with an eating disorder, I think, before we had the conversation about um, you going to treatment or your therapist saying you needed to go to treatment or she thought you needed to. Um, so I wasn't, like, necessarily shocked by that um, or, like... I mean, obviously, it didn't scare me or scare me away or whatever, but um, I just remember, like, being really focused on, like, what's going to be best for you, and I wanted to support you, and, like, I cared a lot about you, so I obviously wanted, um, I I just wanted you to do what was going to help you the most, Um and I don't really remember having, like, a strong, like, oh, my God, reaction or, like, having anything that really felt anything other than, like, okay, I'm learning this 
more about Jackie and I want to help support her somehow. And, um, yeah, so that was kind of my experience. Yeah. So this was going on and little by little, I think like it got to be like the beginning of December. I started to kind of push back. I don't know, was it gradually or was it kind of just this like all at once all of a sudden I'm like not responding very much? Um, it felt more, it didn't feel super gradual, but it didn't feel super abrupt either. It was kind of in the middle where like I wouldn't get a text back or you would take a lot longer to reply or it just seemed like, I mean, I felt like something was different, and I felt like you were kind of pulling back a little bit. And I kind of got nervous because I was super invested and, like, really, really liked you. And um, But I didn't know. You had a lot going on, and I knew that. And so I was trying to just, like, rationalize it in my brain that, like, she has a lot going on. She's super busy with this. She's gearing up to, like, get ready for a Christmas trip out west. She's going to, you know, be going to treatment next month like most likely and so I was trying to like rationalize it in my brain but I think deep down I knew she was like kind of pulling back from me Mm -hmm. um yeah so so the beginning of December I started to kind of I mean there's lots of ways you can talk about about it about it you can like explain it in the like therapy type way basically I just kind of started to shut down And that meant, like, emotionally, I was in, I was kind of just stepping into survival mode. And I don't think I even realized it till later. But I was trying everything I possibly could to not feel and to not deal with anything. And for me, most of my trauma comes from relationships. I think, like, honestly, like, all my trauma comes from relationships. Um, And so... What that has resulted in for me is feeling like multiple things, whether it's like being like afraid of being too much, like historically my narrative in my brain is like your feelings and you're just too much. Like you're, you're going to hurt somebody by being too much. Your feelings are too much. Like if you're going through a hard time, that's going to scare someone. It's just going to be too much. So there's that aspect of it, of like, that and then there's the if that's too much for Kaylee or for anybody then them leaving is going to hurt me then there's that and then there's the just fear of just connection in general and then there is the aspect of it which I think felt the loudest to me which was um there was never any hiding with Kaylee like there was never any mask like it just wasn't possible like around that time I was telling her last year most of my like dating experience was like performer Jackie like just doing it to I don't know as I guess even like you can consider even like another strategy of like Mm -hmm. not having to be present with myself so I'm just going to go on these dates so I can just keep having the first date conversation and keep like not dealing with what's actually going on or like get to know someone well enough to like actually deal with anything But because like in relationships, you really, really learn about yourself and you have to face a lot of stuff and there's so much at risk there. And so with Kaylee, there was never any hiding. 
And so it was almost like whatever relationship it was leading to or whatever it was like leading to, that part of me didn't exist in that moment. I felt like I, I, that part of me didn't feel safe. Like I felt like that I couldn't get to whatever that was. And so in the moment, it felt like this block, this just like total shutdown, total arms out, total like, I just like can't. It was just this like block in my system. And so before I left to California for my Christmas trip, or actually I was about to go speak. Oh, it was both. It doesn't matter. But I was about to go to California and I typed up this message. I was not doing well because I knew I was leaving for treatment the next month. I was exhausted straight up exhausted and on this trip I was supposed to spend time with Kaylee and we were supposed to go to like an Airbnb together and I just like could not do it I could not do it it was like it just felt really I it's like I felt dangerous I don't know it was like the whole thing feels like a whole other world I don't like talking about this part but um so I typed up this message telling Kaylee that um that all I had to offer, it was like a this long message, basically telling Kelly that I could just be friends with her, and uh, things were too much right now, and that I still liked her, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> Pointing at her, it's her turn now. <laughs> I'm done with the hard part. Um, yeah, so leading up to that message, I felt like she was pulling back, and I, I had just moved. Um, temporarily into my parents' house for, like, the Christmas holidays um, after finishing up a travel nursing job. And it was, like, the day I had finished moving into my parents. Um, I was getting all settled in. And I get this text message, and um, it, I mean, it sucked. (laughs) Um, It felt... I don't know. I was, I really, really, really was so invested. So getting that message was like, it felt like crushing, honestly. And then I had questions and I didn't really understand what it meant for like a potential future. And so I asked some clarifying questions and she basically said like, you know, I asked her, like, do you still like me? Is this, like, a you don't like me anymore situation? Or do you like me, you just don't have the energy or, like, capacity for a relationship right now? And she said she still liked me, but she just couldn't put what she wanted into um, what a relationship would be with me. And then she said, and but I don't want to ask you to wait for me. And she basically was like, don't wait for me. And, um... I mean, anybody that knows me that knows that that's like, I'm gonna, I was gonna wait, but, um, I, I don't know. I was, that was hard. Um, and we talked a little bit about it. I had like those questions and she answered them and, um, and then like the rest of December was kind of just me figuring out, okay, what just happened and how do I move forward and I was I mean I I that sucked 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, like, I forgot to mention earlier, but I knew the whole time that with Kaylee, like, Kaylee was it. Like, if we dated, it was, like, mm. it was everything. Like, Kaylee was, like, the one. And, oh, my gosh. It was so scary. It was so scary. I remember sending that because I, like, I mean, the last person on the planet out of any person on the planet I would ever want to cause any pain to. Not that I would want to cause pain. I've tried to explain this so many times. Not that I want to cause pain to somebody. But the person that I would be afraid of the most to cause pain to is Kaylee. And I remember knowing that that's what I was doing. We're adjusting feet. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um... And I remember wondering, like, scared I was doing the wrong thing. And also just scared of what that meant for me. Because there was so much. Like, I was at such a rock bottom. I just, I had nothing. I had nothing. And it scared me how much of nothing I had. And it showed in that. It showed in, like, the block. And it scared me because I'm like... How did this happen just now? Like, I had never felt the way I'd felt about Kaylee. I'd never felt more connected to anybody. But all of a sudden, there was just this block in my brain, and I couldn't do it anymore, and that scared me. So it's like I was, like, scaring myself. Um, so then I get to California. We, we adjust the Airbnb stuff. We were supposed to spend a few days together there. Canceled everything. <laughs> Canceled everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It adds... I don't know. I remember even telling my therapist at the time, like, I was laughing. I was like, this is, it just makes it sound even more depressing. <laughs> it's kind everything. of funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. But we saw each other a couple times. The first time she came and picked me up from my uncle's house to go spend time with Turner and Turner's sisters. And I just was not there. I was like, not there. And I found out a horse that I loved we had to put down it was a wreck it was horrible I was like of course this is happening right now I, I was had to like put that's down my horse. the last thing she needs like oh my world. god how in the world it was so bad and then I started to get really sick and we were supposed to go on this goat hike and I canceled the goat hike because I was super sick mm-hmm. and she came um, drove like half hour hour to my uncle's house because she wanted to give me my birthday present and she came over and she brought me this birthday present and I was I was just done. And she and I read the card and I remember you saying in the card. I remember remembering I remember noticing this. You're like I don't know what the future holds for us, but it was this really sweet card and she gave me this Leslie Nope t-shirt. <laughs> and then she stayed and she watched a movie with my uh, my family, my uncle and cousins and me. It was a very violent movie. I'm sorry, Kaylee. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it was just a really sweet like I don't know. And so then, I don't think we talked at all after that for a while. No, I wished you a Merry Christmas. and Yeah. Yeah. So then I went to treatment. And I came back to Nashville and I went to treatment. And I was there for four months. And Kaylee, I was just like tunnel vision there. Just like full on tunnel vision. And I received this letter in the mail like a a few weeks in maybe like two mm-hmm. weeks in or something like that and uh, the staff member came and gave it to me and I was like who would who ha- 
I had no idea who wrote me a letter. I was like, who wrote me a letter? And I read it was from Kaylee, and I opened it up, and it was this really sweet card and a picture of her two dogs. And what was, what what, what happened with you in the letter? Um, so I had basically, I mean, we went from talking all the time to in like mid-December, just not talking at all, pretty much. Um and then she came to visit, and I saw her, and then it just was, like, no, um, there was very, very little communication. And I knew she was going to treatment, and she had to keep her, like, her focus on on what she was going there for. So, and I didn't want, I didn't know what her feelings were about, like, what went down between us and, like, how, um, how, like, that affected her or if she was even thinking about it. And I knew how it affected me, and I was having a really hard time with it. So I had basically decided, like, I don't really know if I should write her a letter or communicate with her while she's in treatment, because I don't know if that's going to help or make things harder. Um, And I didn't want to, like, add to, like, any distractions. I also wasn't sure... A conversation I had wanted to have when she came to California before going to treatment, I wanted to talk about, like, boundaries moving forward and, like, what what was okay for me. Like, would it be okay for me to write her letters or text her or check in on how she's doing or whatever? But um, it just didn't—there wasn't a good time to have those conversations. I didn't want to add to any of the difficulties that— ended up happening in December and I just I I felt like maybe it was best to just leave that and not not have the conversations even though I really wanted some clarity on things I figured I'd just live in the um uncertainty and figure that out um so I wasn't gonna write her a letter and I told my therapist that like um Probably at the big, like right before you went to treatment, I think I told my therapist, I was like, I don't know that I'm going to write her a letter. I don't know. I feel like I just need to like let her do her thing. And, um, and then I remember talking to Turner and Turner had given you letters, I think. And, um, and I really wanted, it wasn't that I didn't want to write you a letter. It was that I just didn't know if it was the right thing to do. And so then I was talking to, And then Turner just, like, spontaneously gave me the address and was like, you know, if you want to write her a letter, um, here's the address. And I was like, do you think she'd want a letter from me? Like, is that something you think she would appreciate or would that just be not a good move on my part? And she was like, I think she'd appreciate a letter. I was like, okay. And so I sat on that for a few, like, a few days and, like, debated, do I send her one? Do I not? Um... And then I finally wrote one. I sat down and wrote one. And then I was like, what could I include in the letter that would be, like, comforting or happy or something like that? So then I printed a picture of my dogs. And then I sat with the letter and didn't send it for, like, two days after. And, like, tried to make sure I really felt good about it. And so, and then I was like, okay. So then I sent it. Um, Yeah. It just felt like it was more than just a letter to me. And I didn't, I wanted to do the right thing and I wanted to like respect boundaries that I didn't really know what they were. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, 
I remember sitting on the couch and looking at the picture of her dogs. I ended up putting it up on my lamp and looking at her dog. There, it just it it was a good move. Good. <laughs> it was a very good move to send me a picture of Leo and Piper. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, yes. And then, uh, then you sent another letter later. Mm-hmm. Oh, will you tell the thing about writing me letters that you didn't send me and then you showing me later? Oh yeah. Okay. I might leave that in then. Just that, that's the transition. Yeah, yeah. What else What okay. else did you do? <laughs> okay, well, I remember I was having such a hard time. I was having a very hard time. And I've, like, talked a little bit with Jackie about this. But I was just, I mean, I felt like um, it was just another level. Like, I've been hurt in relationships before or, like, been broken up with and felt really sad or like you know had feelings for somebody who didn't have feelings back or whatever and I've like experienced like sadness or like feeling hurt or whatever but I never felt like heartbreak like this before and I was having a really hard time navigating that and knowing what to do with those feelings because I couldn't talk to Jackie about it and there were very few people in my life that really knew about Jackie that I was talking to her or whatever. Cause when that started, I hadn't been, I wasn't even out to half of my family and my um, parents. So the only person that really knew um, was Turner. And so I remember like January. So I was already out to my family and everything, but um, I was far away from most of them and I just I was having a hard time didn't have that many people to talk to that would maybe understand so I talked to Turner about it and she suggested like maybe you know if you're having all these feelings or all these thoughts or things you want to say to Jackie what if you just wrote letters to her and you don't ever have to give them to her but it can kind of be like a journal and you just write um you just write your feelings down and that can be some that can be an outlet um to kind of help you because you're just holding them all inside and it's like a lot and so i started doing that um shortly after we turner and i talked and that was actually really helpful cuz it put it gave me a place to put the feelings i was feeling and to um you know it, it was as if i was you know, sharing stuff with Jackie about, you know, my feelings or trying to be there for her in some way. Um, Yeah, so I wrote throughout her time in treatment, I wrote letters that I didn't send her, but that I, like, kept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you sent me, like, one, two more letters when I was in treatment. Two or three. One of them was with the book. Yeah. One of them was with... Uh, oh, yeah, we went to Glennon's, the one single, um, one of her book tours that did not get canceled. Just the one, because, you know, yeah. yay, COVID, love it, hate yeah. it. But I went there, we had tickets already, and mm-hmm. so I drove back to Nashville for that, and Kaylee drove from St. Louis to that. Um, and we were together. That also feels blurry. It all feels blurry. Mm-hmm. But we were given books, Glennon... Uh, she had it so everyone in the audience got a book, mm-hmm. her new book, and I had already bought one. I like pre-ordered it. I did too. Yeah, so so Kaylee asked if I wanted her copy when it got 
to her to mm. give out because I was giving them out to everybody. Um, so she mailed that book. Mm-hmm. And then you painted this really pretty rainbow that said we could do hard things and you mailed it to me. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I'm not responding to any of these mi- mi- letters. <laughs> letters, what happened to my voice? <laughs> I'm not responding to any of these letters. I think I texted you a few times. Yeah, a couple Thank times. Thank you, like two times. Yeah. Yeah. I was just not, I was just not responsive. Mm-mm. And I deeply regretted that later. It's <laughs> okay. To be continued. Um, but then it was getting to be the time when I was about to come back home to Nashville. And surprise, surprise, uh, Kaylee was going to be one of my new roommates. So Kaylee had just was about to move to Nashville because you got a nursing job there, mm-hmm. and I was about to come back home, and was offered to be Turner's roommate again because Turner moved from her apartment before that I was rooming with her in to a new house that Kaylee was also going to be living in, and they asked me if I wanted to live with them, but then Turner told me that I needed to, I needed to tell Kaylee how I felt and I needed to know how I felt. The truth was, I did not know. I felt like that block that I had put up was still there. I didn't know. I like. I just felt like I went to therapy Olympics. Like for four months, I was in treatment where all I did was talk about feelings and mental health and why you should eat food and why it's hard to eat food and all this stuff. And so um, I just really didn't know. But I really wanted to live, really wanted to live with them. I didn't know what it was going to look like. And so uh, I knew I had to have the conversation with Kaylee, but I had to figure it out. So I remember walking around this park, Veterans Park in Birmingham, trying to convince myself that I did not like Kaylee. Because if I was going to move there, like it wouldn't be fair, because I didn't know, it wouldn't be fair to say I did. And it wouldn't be fair in my opinion at the time, to just not know. And Turner was like, don't wait till you get here to figure out how you feel. And I was like, okay, I didn't want to be a jerk about it. And so I just decided, okay, I only like her as a friend. And I walked around this lake trying to tell my two friends from treatment, um, trying to talk through it and just like told them the story. I told them, I told them everything. And I was, like, telling them, like, what I was going to say and what the conversation was. And I was, like, okay, just convincing myself, trying so hard. And then one of my friends was, like, wait, 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 I need to see a picture of her. And I show her Kaylee's Instagram, and she goes, oh, she's really cute. Are you sure? And I was, like, oh, my God, that is not helping. Because <laughs> I know she's cute. I know. That's not helping my case right now. And so <laughs> I still think that's really funny. It's very funny. Yes, the other friend was like, stop it, that's not helping. And I was like, yeah, leave me alone. And so um, I text Kaylee and I tell her, I I tell her, I ask if she wants to talk. I was like, we haven't talked about us. And you were already expecting it. I think you were going to text me too, right? Yeah, that like earlier that day, my therapist was like, Kaylee, you need to have a conversation with her. Yeah. Because I wanted to, but I was just like, I yeah. don't know. I was nervous for it because I knew that potentially it could have a really 
poor outcome for me <laughs> um, that like I knew a lot could change in treatment. The feelings that you had before may not be there anymore. And I knew that it could be really not great. I mean, but I knew I had to have the conversation, especially if we were going to live together. Like, we can't just live together and be in limbo like we were. We had to at least talk about it. That would have been unfair to both of us. And it wouldn't have been comfortable to live together in that. So, Mm -hmm. um. And me, being the avoider that I was, was not wanting to hear that. <laughs> and so uh, I text Kaylee and I asked her if I could just say what I needed to say over text and then we talk about it later on the phone if she wanted to. And she said yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate letting me do that. Because I just, like, didn't... I wanted to be so clear. Like, I wanted... I didn't know how to have the conversation, so I was like, if I just type up a message, it'll be easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I typed up the message, and I told her that I didn't have feelings for her anymore. And that I could just be friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> then, then, then you talk now. I don't like this. I'm sorry. I mean, it's part of our story. I so. know. Um yeah, so I get that text message, and I felt like like a punch in the gut again. But this time it was different because it felt like, oh, okay, I lived in this uncertainty and this, like, limbo for the however many months that was, five? Five at this point. Five months since our, like, initial conversation. actually. So since December, December, yeah, including our conversation in December, it's been like six months of me kind of navigating, okay, I'm kind of in this limbo. I don't know where our relationship is going to be when she gets out of treatment. I don't know if we'll have one. I don't know if she still has feelings for me or if those feelings went away. Like the whole time I'm having to deal with that and, and just all that uncertainty. And so it was like, it was... When she said she didn't have feelings anymore, they went away. It sucked. It really was not fun. But it was kind of this, it was like a certainty that I hadn't had for six months. So I was not obviously happy about it. It hurt. And, you know, I knew I had to figure out what was, how I had to move forward now that I knew for sure where she stood. Um but I knew at least I had some sense of certainty. And then I, so she had typed up her initial message and sent it. And then I was like, okay, well, we'll talk tomorrow morning on the phone. But then I also typed up a response. And I basically, um, the ultimate point of what I said was like, Um, I appreciate, like, the clarity, and it's, like, obviously, I'm really sad about it, Um, but, like, the one thing I said to her that I had written in many things that I, (laughs) many things go that I wrote during that time was um, I basically said to her, like, I never wanted you to choose me over yourself, and I will never ask that of you. Um, And 
And then I just was like, all right, well, we're just going to have to have this conversation and talk about it. And so we scheduled time to talk about it the next morning. And um, I woke up in the middle of the night crying (laughs) and um, I cried myself back to sleep. And then I woke up and we talked on the phone um, and she was like, how you doing? And I was just like instant <laughs> tears. Like, I'm not doing great, Jackie. Not the thing to ask. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing sitting bad. there like, I'm smiling. I'm uncomfortable. So I was like, how you doing? <laughs> and I was like, wow. Instant crying. And I just yeah. was like, oh my God, I'm a demon. <laughs> no. So we just had that conversation of, um, you know, just talking about, what we had texted each other and um, I wanted to make it really clear that the ball was in her court. I said, I'm not going to hold out hope that you'll change your mind, that you'll, you know, eventually have feelings for me again. But if that ever happens, I want you to know the ball is in your court a hundred percent. I am not going to bring this conversation up again. Like I, I didn't want to do that to myself. I didn't want to do that to her. I was like, if this is something that comes up again, ever, it has to be Jackie, and she has to be the one to bring it up. Um, we both talked about how we knew this was going to be an ongoing conversation, um, navigating what it's going to be like to live together, to have a friendship, um, and that like we would just commit to having the difficult conversations that were going to come with this. Yes. Yes, so we had that conversation and about less than a month later, I was coming back, I think. Mm-hmm. It was pretty soon that I was coming back to Nashville. It was a couple weeks. Well, yeah. Like Maybe yeah. like three weeks. So I come back to Nashville. And like three weeks later after, I had convinced myself I did not like Kaylee and told oh. her. But between oh, then yeah. and when she moved back we recorded our podcast yes in case you're wondering where i was emotionally while we were recording <laughs> yeah so that was going on oh and 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 oh. you started texting me every day yeah after we I was used like, to talk like that but we yeah. hadn't yeah so <laughs> after like six months of radio silence where she barely messaged me at all while she was in treatment and then her conversation saying i don't have feelings for you anymore and then like a few days later she started texting me like how was your day and like what are you up to and like normal stuff and i was like what's happening like i i assumed because i had told her in our conversation like don't be weird like treat me like any of your friends don't make me feel uncomfortable don't treat me different i want to be friends with you like I want to just, let's try to make this normal, and we'll talk about, like, the difficult things if we need to, but, like, just don't treat me different. So I was like, oh, maybe this is just her, like, trying to be friendly or something, but she was texting me all the time. Yeah, I remember. I remember just at night, I wanted to talk to you. (laughs) I remember, like, feeling that again, and I was like, oh, because of a phone call. Yeah, like, that was the first time we had talked Mm-hmm. We should have talked a long time before that then. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah. And just kidding. No, you're right. <laughs> and then, like, you're the first person that I recorded my podcast with, and that was a big deal. I felt really comfortable. Or you're the first person I asked to do it with. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that was a challenge. I was sitting there. I was like, 
Because that was after our conversation, too. Oh, did you almost say no? I wondered if I should say no. Yeah, I would have understood. I would have been um, bummed. I was like, I was like, like, part of me was like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. Like, I really want to do it. And then part of me was like, well, she's probably asking all of her friends. <laughs> and then I was like, well. I was not, just so you know. Yeah, I know. I, was very I know now. about who I was asking. <laughs> like, who would be good for this conversation? Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, I could do it, but is this going to be good for me? Is this going to be good for me emotionally to do this? Like, it's going to be really hard. And then I was like, uh, you know what? I just, I want to do it. I want to talk to her. And it would be fun to do this podcast because it's something I'm passionate about and it's important. Yeah. So yeah. I said yes. So all that goes on. And a f- couple weeks later, I get in my car and I move back to Nashville. And I was emotional about that for so many reasons. I was just leaving Birmingham, which was treatment for the past, all, like all I knew for the past five months. Thought I was going to hate it, didn't hate it. All that jazz. And I get to the house after my three-hour drive. And I pull up and I walk in the door. And it's funny how much this mirrors the first time I met you Mm because I'm greeted by Turner. She gives Mm -hmm. me a big hug. Like me walking in there, I was like super exhausted, just like I was exhausted before tour. It was kind of like recreating it in a sense. And then you were standing over by the stove and I see you, and instantly I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> what have I done? It was kind of like I was seeing her with, like, my own eyes again. Because I kind of felt like I just was not me. Like, I felt like I lost myself in all of the treatment stuff and towards the end of last year. Like, I, I was not the same person. I was like, I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I, I felt kind of like a ghost version of myself. And so mm-hmm. after treatment, walking back into the house, it was like I was, like, I was myself again, and I felt like I saw her with my own eyes again, and I was like, well, shit, and I instantly knew I made a mistake, like, instantly, like, I went over and gave her a hug, and I was like, what did I do? Why did I do that? And so, um, I think it was like a couple, like, the next day she sat in my room and helped me, or wait, what did, what did, what was your side when I first got back? Um, I was like, all right, this is like, I'm going to have to figure out how to move forward. I'm going to have to figure out how to be friends with her. Um, I still have feelings, like, obviously, I mean, I've had feelings for however long this has been at this point. Um, and they haven't gone away. I, like, gave myself freedom to move on, and it just didn't happen. And I just was like, no, the, like, Jackie is, that's where my feelings are and like I can't move on um and then you know after our conversation in May where she said you know her feelings went away I kind of was like all right I got to figure out how do I move forward and what is this going to look like because the future I was imagining is not going to be what it is and so I'm gonna just try to pick up the pieces and like make a new future and figure out where I'm going to go from here and And I just couldn't imagine that, I mean, I trusted her to, you know, be, be honest with me. So I wasn't going to like question, oh, does she not, does she really not have feelings for me anymore? Like I believed her and I, and I knew, okay, I'm going to have to act on that and like move forward. Um, But I just kept getting this feeling like, I can't believe this is it for us. Like, it doesn't feel like this should be it for us. Like, 
the way I felt, it felt like forever. And just, I could not imagine anybody else in the world, like, being that for me. Um, and so she moved in, and, like, I saw her for the first time um, when she got there to the house. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to figure out how's, how being friends is, like, and trying to keep these boundaries and be um and be normal and figure out like what life is going to look like cuz now not only are we only friends but we're also roommates and like I I was really excited to see her still obviously had feelings but I also knew that I had to be intentional about just figuring out how to move on um so that's kind of what my experience was. Sorry, I'm hard. You're good. <laughs> yeah. So after that, a couple days later, like I, I'm in my head thinking, there's no way she still likes me. She must have moved on by now. <laughs> it's oh, been yes. two weeks since our conversation. I liked you for six months while you were away, <laughs> and I just took me two weeks, three weeks to move on. Yeah. I just was like, there's no way. And I was so... And because I just felt like a mess, like I felt like an absolute, because I was so, it's interesting to think about it because I was like so present with myself and so aware of myself mm. and so like not, and like I just got back from eating disorder treatment. So there's so much there that we haven't even talked about. I don't even think with like the after eating normally for a while, like what that does to your mind, like about you and everything. Like there was so much there. That I was like, she can't possibly like me. Because also, my whole... And we'll talk more about this later. But, like, I... One of my, like, eating disorder beliefs was that uh, you're only, like, wanted or loved, like, if you look this certain way. Or, like, so if you, like, are this small or this way. So it's, like, basically that means don't eat. Or you have to run this... Leah! <laughs> you have to run... So her dogs are barking. Um... You have to run this amount or eat this little or yada, yada, yada. So it was like, in my mind, like, there's no way she still likes me. And so um, a couple of days later was the... <laughs> looks so sweet right now. <laughs> She's smiling. Um, <laughs> a couple of days later, did our hands, like, touch before I started texting you? Oh, no, no, no. The next day, the next day, I was cleaning my room. I was trying to reorganize my room, and Kaylee was sitting in there with me. And it was just me and Kaylee. And I was, like, excited. It's like, oh, I get time with just Kaylee. Um, Meanwhile, I'm like, all right, she's my friend. She's my roommate. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. This is where we're at. And I was like, oh, <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, I'm going through all my stuff from treatment and I pull out all the letters that she wrote me in front of her. Mm -hmm. And I like, I'm like talking about everything. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. I stop talking when I get to her letters and I start looking at them. Um, well, you didn't say anything. I didn't say anything about, no, I think you, I said, like, you said stuff about everyone else's letters that sent you letters and you didn't say a word about mine. Well, I said like, Oh, this is from you. I think you said, I think oh, I this said is that. from you, and then you didn't say anything. Like, you talked more about everybody else's letters that's like that sent you letters, and you were like, oh, this is this one, and it's like, whatever, and you talked about them, and like, I don't know if it was because I wrote you the letters that you like knew I knew what was in them, 
or if it was because you got uncomfortable because it was like my letters. I got uncomfortable because I didn't write you back. Hmm. And because we hadn't had like a really big, like, we hadn't talk-talked, other than the podcast, since our conversation mm-hmm. about that. We hadn't, like, talk-talked in, I felt like, six months. Yeah, because we didn't really. Yeah. And so, it just felt like there was a lot to that. And mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable. And I was, like, mm-hmm. I felt bad because I didn't write you back. I didn't mm-hmm. know if you were upset that I didn't write you back. I was, like, I didn't want you to feel not cared about. And so, I didn't know how to navigate it. Yeah. So, I just didn't say anything. And then I find the shirt. I take your shirt to treatment. I didn't take all my clothes to treatment, but the shirt she gave me, I pulled out of my suitcase from treatment, and I think I, like, responded the same way. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, oh, you oh, gave me this, yeah. and then you, like, put it in a pile. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay. Um, At least she still has it. <laughs> yeah. And so, days had passed, and I think separately, the first time I texted you, I was like, I'm really happy that you're here with mm-hmm. a smiley face. And then days after that, I texted I really wish I wrote you back when I was in treatment. And so I was getting, like, it was, get, I wasn't subtle. Did no. you? So you kind of knew. I mean, yeah, I sat there and talked to my therapist about it. And I was like, okay, this is what she's doing. This is, like, how she's, like, it just, something changed. Like, after the first few days, um, it felt like how it did when we first met. Um, it just felt different. Like, you were connecting with me again in the way that we used to. And, like, I started just noticing things and, like, you showed me a bunch of pictures on, or, like, videos on your Facebook and, like, I showed you some of mine and when you were watching them, like, you put your head on my shoulder. And then I... I'm so subtle. You, like, said... (laughs) You're so queen of subtlety right here. Um, And then you said some things and then you sent me those texts and, and I remember I was, like, talking a lot in therapy about like navigating living with you and how my friendship was going to be with you and stuff like that. And I was telling my therapist, I was like, she might like me. Like she might like me again. I like, and I told her all the things I was noticing and my therapist goes, well, she either likes you or she's just mean. (laughs) And I was like, well, she's not mean. So I'm guessing she likes me. But I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to keep my hopes up. And I had very, very, very clearly put the ball in Jackie's court. Like, I was not going to have that conversation. I was not going to bring it up. That was up to Jackie. And it was so hard to leave the ball in your court, by the way. I was It was a challenge of a lifetime, but I knew that's what I had said and I was going to stick to it because I knew that if somebody was going to bring it up again, it had to be Jackie and she had to know that that's how she felt because I didn't want to just keep asking and like her not still not know or like still be in a place where she's like, no, I don't have feelings. Stop bugging me about it because we like lived together. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I knew, I remembered the ball was in my cord. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> and so I I was scared. Well, like after that started happening, we, we would watch movies, like all the roommates together. Mm-hmm. And it smells so good. We're going to eat chili after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we would watch movies together and me and Kaylee would sit next to each other and I'd like ask, you want to share a blanket? <laughs> and we put, this sounds so funny to talk about because we sound like we're 12, but it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I, like, put my hand really close to her hand. I didn't grab her hand yet. 
Yeah, you just, like, put it on your lap, like, close to my leg. Mm-hmm. And I noticed you had, like, moved your hand. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that was on purpose. So then I moved my hand, and you didn't move your hand. And I was like, hmm. So our hands were next to each other. Yeah. And then, like, our hands were, there was, eventually our, like, <laughs> this sounds so funny, eventually our pinkies touched. <laughs> and we, it's so, like, it's middle so, school. It's so. But it's, like, means something because of, like, the whole so story. It's so pure. It's so pure. It's very pure. It's so pure. But it also, like, because of the full story and, yeah. like, where we were, it, like, makes sense. Yeah. So our hands touched, and, like, she moved her hand, and then I moved my hand to touch it again. And then I went up to go to the bathroom and come back. And you and put, put my hand your right hand back. right back in the same spot. And I was like, that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. That is, she likes me. Yeah. And then I, like, <laughs> linked my pinky and her pinky. Oh, my gosh. And that's so, third base. That's third base. <laughs> our pinky's linked. It's happening. We're, we're married now. Now that our pinky's linked. But, um, yeah, so then... There was a night where I, like, it was just me and Kaylee, and I sat. We were watching Spirit. You sat on the other end of the, the couch. other end of the couch. So far away from me. I felt hurt. I was like, maybe she doesn't like me, even though we, like, practically held hands the other night. Like, I was like, maybe she just doesn't. Maybe, I don't know. Well, the reason I did that was because that was the first time we were alone watching a movie, and I didn't know what... There was no, like, oh, we're secretly just so no one sees. I don't even know. Like, it felt like a lot of pressure because mm. it felt like I can't just, like, do that. It's like, well, who are we hiding that from other than ourselves? Does that make sense? It just mm. felt like a lot of... I've never told you that before. It felt like a lot of... Oh. Like, I didn't know what to do because it was just us. So I was like, let's just play it safe and I'll sit over here. For feeling pinkies, <laughs> then who knows what's yeah, next? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Might be gift to the pointer fingers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's really funny. So then I move over. The movie ends, and I I move down, and I put my head down by Kaylee's lap, and I ask her to read me. Near her- my lap. Like, far enough away. It's not even close to being on my lap. Okay, near her lap. I remember trying to make it, like, I wanted to, you know how, like, friends, like, kind of sometimes put their head on each other's laps? I wanted to see if I can get away with that, but then I was like, no, I can't get away with that. (laughs) It's me. I was like, I can't do that. But it was in my mind. I was like, maybe, no. Oh, Um, my goodness. But then I asked her to read me some of her poetry, and then I kept asking over, like, read me another, read me another, I want to go to bed, but I just don't want to get up, and, like, read me another poem. (laughs) No, you were like, I don't want to go to bed. You kept saying you didn't want to go to bed. You were like, I need to go to bed because you had to get up early the next day. For like horses or something. Yeah. And so you kept going, but I have to get up early tomorrow, but I don't want to go to bed. And you kept saying that and asking me to read you another poem. And (laughs) I was like, okay, well, she likes me for sure because no one has ever asked to hear all my poems, like all of my poems. (laughs) Nor have they said, I don't want to go to bed. I just want to stay up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I like her voice is soothing. <laughs> so I'm glad I, you think so. I just really liked her what to do about it. And like so then <laughs> in my mind, well so then nights go by, I don't remember the timeline, but um we're now watching Turner went to bed mm-hmm. and it's just us. Mm-hmm. And all the things were progressing handwise. <laughs> Handwise, yes. Yes. Our pinkies were touching again. And I grabbed her hand. Mm-hmm. And we were holding hands. Mm-hmm. And I got up to the bath, go to the bathroom, and I, like, panicked. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I doing? Because I, I was like, I don't want to be, like, fuckboy about this. Like, 
I, I need to know. Because I just didn't trust myself. I was like, I need to know how I feel. I can't go back and forth like this. I cannot go back and forth like this. I can't just hold her hand if I don't know. Like, that's so mean. I felt so mean. I was like, that's so mean. I can't, like, say I don't have feelings for her and then hold her hand and be like, I don't know what I want. Like, that's so messed up. It's messed up, right? Okay. I mean, it would be <laughs> toying with my heart, which would suck. Yeah. Like, I felt like a jerk. I was like, how do I do? But I, like, liked her, but I didn't know what to do. Meanwhile, I'm flying super high in the sky, <laughs> stoked because Jackie likes me and held my hand. <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, in that world. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, she held my hand. Oh. What am I going to do? Yeah. And so then I come back out there, and I, like, pause the show or something. Or maybe it was already paused. And I sit down. And I, like, don't look at her. <laughs> yeah, you look I, like, really looked uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. And I kept saying, I was afraid of doing something wrong. I apologize for holding her hand. And I was like, why would you apologize I'm for doing something for like that? <laughs> and then I told her, I was like, I still... Careful. Oh, you're good. I told her, I was like, I st- so I still have feelings for you. Did I say I was wrong or did I say I still have feelings for you? Or You said, so I was wrong. Okay. So and I, I was, laughed. I thought it was so funny. I was wrong. I don't know if I laughed out loud, but I laughed inside. Yeah, like I still have feelings for you, but I still don't know where I'm at and yada yada. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to do anything that's unfair. I don't want to. Do- I kept saying mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's just go back to like what was happening before. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so let's go back to what was happening before. Let's just go back to being friends, but yeah. we both like each other and our roommates. Well, you, and then you said something about you weren't sure, like, where I was, where I stood, and I was like, well, obviously, I still like you, and you were like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You, I, you asked if I wanted you to say something. Yeah. That scared me. I was like, oh, no, what do you, I thought you were going to get mad. I, like, didn't know if you were going to get mad or something. I was like, well, because I didn't know, like, you seemed so in your head, and I was like, well, do you want me to, like, I mean, because it's, like, two of us, like, yeah, do you want me to share anything that's on my mind, or, like, whatever, and you were like, sure, you looked scared. <laughs> I you thought you were going to be scared. mad. I was like, <laughs> no. Because I, I, I felt like a jerk. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, then share what How you said. How dare you hold my hand? Oh, my God. Okay, or share, have feelings for me. Share what you said. Share what you said. Um, I basically was like, well, obviously, I still have feelings for you. Um, but, you know, I understand not being sure of, like, if you're ready for something or what you want or whatever. And... Um, I you like I'm a very focused person. Oh yeah, so I said I'm a, like a really focused person. So like, because you kept saying I don't want this to like stop you. stop you from like exploring your other options or like dating or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm a really focused person. I'm not going to be dating anybody else. Like I'm like I pretty much unless you close the door on my face, like I'm like I'm not going to just go. I can't I can't even think about dating somebody else. Like I'm very very focused and so I also said the ball is still in your court mm-hmm. I was like the ball is still in your court I don't have it so yeah, you let me know so then I <laughs> how long after that did it take for Megan to get to down um, a few days maybe a week maybe like a week because I think we held hands again mm-hmm. oh yeah we held hands multiple times okay so, her sister Megan comes to town. Hi, Megan. You'll probably, hopefully, listen to this. Hi. Hello. Um, shout out. <laughs> uh, Megan Andrews. So, Megan comes to town, and Kaylee's outside doing therapy 
as Megan is like coming inside mm-hmm. and Kaylee comes in from therapy and goes and hugs Megan and I instantly just like no I don't know what it was but like the second you came in and gave your sister a hug and like sat there and like hugged her for like a minute I was like oh okay I I want to be with Kaylee <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why Megan I don't know why <laughs> thank I you really, Megan I really don't know why. I don't either. Um, Megan's great, though, so, you know. Yeah. Never thought she'd make someone fall in love with me, but, you know, here we are. (laughs) I don't know. But um, uh, that that night or the next night, our our roommates, we do theme nights where we pick a country or something that would have, like, a theme. theme. Yeah. And we all dress up, and we make food, and we make drinks, and watch a movie based on that country mm-hmm. and so Megan came to town we did Grease Night so we all dressed up for Grease Night and oh my gosh Kaylee <laughs> looked so pretty and Thank I was you. like it's all happening again and I felt I did not like what I was wearing <laughs> so you I was so cute I though. felt so embarrassed I felt like I looked like a you scarecrow so, what oh my gosh you looked so cute Kaylee looked so good she was wearing this um what do you call those things? Bodysuits? Yeah, whatever it's called. I don't know. A She's jumpsuit, wearing this a jumpsuit, jumpsuit thing. A hippie jumpsuit. Yeah, a hippie jumpsuit. She just looked really, really, really pretty. I remember when he came into Turner's room to like show us your look. And I was like, <gasps> I didn't burp. I burped now, but I didn't burp <laughs> when that happened. Um. <laughs> and so that night... Did we hold hands that night? Yeah, we held hands. So we held hands that night, and I didn't apologize for it this time. <laughs> no, you did not. Did I grab your hand? I probably grabbed your hand. I don't know. I remember one of the times that I grabbed yours. Really? Yeah. Bold like our, our hands were really close, and I was like, huh. Oh, so it wasn't a far stretch. Just go for it. I was like, oh, I'm just <laughs> I'm going for it. it. I'm tired of this. Like, we, may, we just held hands the night before. We may as well do it yeah, again. It like, what funny. the heck? <laughs> Never mind. I was like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess all we're right. holding hands every night. Um, so then it was the night that Megan left. <laughs> uh, it was the night Megan left, and Turner wanted to go to bed. Turner went to Hart. No, no, no. Turner just wanted to go to bed. Harley mm-hmm. was staying at our house. Harley mm-hmm. is Turner's boyfriend. And um, I want to stay up, and Kaylee says she wants to stay up, and we decide to watch Love, Simon. So why don't you take it from here? <laughs> what do you go do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so I just had a feeling. We hadn't had a conversation, but I knew we were going to kiss. Yeah. I just knew that was going to happen that night. It was just going to happen. So I, like, <laughs> I went and, like, brushed my teeth and put, <laughs> like, some chapstick on she got all ready and i got all ready because i knew it was gonna happen i like i felt it in my bones i was like this is gonna happen if she doesn't kiss me i swear i'm gonna just plant one on her like i'm just (laughs) going on i'm just gonna go for it and so but i didn't think it was gonna happen like when it did necessarily but there was so much tension yeah so much tension. So she can. So so. Meanwhile, in my mind, I also brush my teeth. But while I'm brushing my teeth, I consciously was saying to myself in my head, "I'm not doing this because we're gonna kiss. I am not doing this because we're gonna kiss. We are not gonna kiss. It's not gonna. I can't have it. I can't. Because I, in my mind, I was like, we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I th- I felt like I can't just kiss you. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, but I felt like I felt like that would have upset you. 
partially. Oh. Like, I felt like... Meanwhile, I'm like, we're gonna kiss. Yeah. It's gonna happen. I just felt like you would have wanted to talk first. And, like, I knew that kissing you would have been a really, really... And it was a really big deal. Mm. It was a big deal. It wasn't mm. just like, oh, I just kissed this person. It was like this big deal. Yeah. And so... because yeah, of, our, like, our history and... Yeah. That, yeah. It wasn't just this, like, thing. It wasn't, like, a spontaneous mm. thing. It was like... Mm -hmm. I can't just do that. I just, I felt like... Because it can't be undone. Yeah, it can't and be undone. And there's so much attached to that kiss than what it would mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I just felt like I had this, like, responsibility to not be a jerk. That's nice of you. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, like, brushing my teeth, and I'm just telling myself, we're not kissing, we're not kissing, because I really wanted to kiss you. But I was like, it can't happen. Like, we have to, I have to get, we have to talk, we have to get mm -hmm. to a place, we have to, like, discuss... <laughs> And then maybe we'll kiss, and then we'll kiss. But so we all watched Love Simon, and I don't even think we did the hand touching. I think we just held hands. Yeah, we just held hands. We just started like coddling, mm -hmm. and then like maybe twenty, thirty minutes into the movie, not even, not even, not even. It was like fifteen minutes, maybe. Okay, maybe fifteen minutes into the movie, I like get really close to Kaylee's face. Mm -hmm. Did I put my hand on your neck, or did you put your hand on mine first? Like this thing. I don't know, but I put my hands on your face at some yeah. point. <laughs> so she put her hands on my face. It was really sweet. And I put my hands on her face, and then we sat there. For <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a minor interjection and just say that my computer just unplugged, and I tried to turn it back on, and for like two minutes, I thought we lost the whole two hours that we just recorded, and I was really mad. And then we fixed it. <laughs> Kaylee was like, just try it. She's like, it's in there. There it is. And I'm like, <laughs> oh I don't even have a Mac yeah. book or whatever those things are. I don't even I have know. a Chromebook that can do nothing except surf the internet. Well, like, I've accidentally, this has happened before and I wasn't able to bring it back, which maybe I just didn't realize that was how you did it. I don't know. All that to say, uh, we're back. <laughs> now that you knew we left, but we did. Anyway. To continue about our first kiss, that almost didn't happen because I almost chickened out. We were sitting with our hands on each other's faces for like 10 minutes. It wasn't that long. It was probably like two minutes. Okay, you're right. I exaggerate. Probably for like two minutes. But that's a long time. It was 120 seconds to just sit there. And there was so much tension. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. Yeah, there was a lot of tension. And I almost pulled away and was like, never mind been so mad and then i and then i went in and i kissed her and an hour later <laughs> we missed the whole movie the whole movie we stopped when the credits were rolling and then i think we like paused and sat there for a second and then we started kissing again mm -hmm. it was like i i had never had a first kiss like that before because i had never well, first of all, there's the history, there's the tension, there's the, all the things, but there's the mm -hmm. connection that we mm -hmm. instantly had. There's the everything. There's the, like, if this person, if we date, that that's it. Like, this mm -hmm. is the person I'm going to be with. Like, I've never experienced any of that before. And so when we kissed, it was just this, like, all the feelings, all the fireworks they talk about in the movies, all the things that I'd never experienced before that I thought was just a bunch of crap. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's so weird because I would never believe if anybody told me a story like this. I would be like, there's no way you felt that way. Like, that's not real. That doesn't happen. And, like, 
I would probably roll my eyes and shake my head like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Like that kind of feeling like doesn't happen. That's just a movie magic or whatever. And it's not real. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. That's what it was. It was so sweet. And I remember you like got up to go to the bathroom or something like way later. And I was sitting there just like kind of freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, like big time freaking out. And you come back out. And you say you're going to go to bed, and you grab my face, and you kiss me. And I was like, oh, my God, she grabbed my face and kissed me. And she goes to bed. <laughs> and I Which go, is funny, considering we had just made out for, like, tw- two hours. I know, but part of me was like, is she upset? <laughs> is she <laughs> mad? Did I do something I'm wrong? I'm furious. You kissed me. What oh I wanted for months. God. This is funny. It's hilarious. So. I go back into my room, and in emergencies, I text Amy Pape referenced way earlier in this podcast. <laughs> and so I texted Amy Pape and I was like, Amy Pape, it's an emergency. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but I just I told her briefly what all happened and she's ecstatic. She's like, Oh my god, Jackie G, I'm so happy for you. And her Amy Pape voice so excited. And I'm just like freaking out and I'm telling her like why I'm scared and I'm scared of like all the relationship fears, all the things of what this means, and then at the end of the conversation with her, though, I was so excited. And I told her, I said, Amy Pape, if we get married, will you do our ceremony? I was like, I was really early. <laughs> and she was like, I would be First honored. Kiss, will you marry us? Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> the next morning, I I always think everyone's mad at me. I was like, Turner's going to be pissed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Turner's going to hate me. So, I go oh, into the kitchen and I gosh. see Turner. And I'm like, Turner, I have shocked you. And I thought Turner knew. Oh, because the night we were kissing, Harley, her boyfriend, comes out in the middle of the night. And he goes, do me turn the TV off? Because the TV was on. And we were just sitting there. We were like, no, we can do it. And so we thought that he saw what was going on, which he didn't, apparently. The next day he said he didn't realize we were making out. But, like, what else would we be doing in the pitch black darkness in the middle of the night on the couch with just two of us <laughs> with our history? With the TV just... On yeah, it's not playing anything. No, he was um, yeah. So I take Turner outside. So I assumed she knew what happened because I assumed Harley saw and told her, Mm -hmm. and I thought she was gonna be pissed. (laughs) And she didn't know what happened, so I told her, and she's so happy. She's like, "Oh my god!" So I'm like, "Okay, no one's mad at me. (laughs) I need to calm down. No one's mad at me." I didn't do anything wrong. And so we start talking and she's asking like what this means for me and all this stuff. And she's like, she told me, she's like, Haley's probably thinking about if you're going to want a date. And I was like, oh my God, I need to plan a date. Oh my God. And I was like, she, she turned her. And so then eventually we went into her room to talk. And then Harley was in on the conversation and we were all talking and we were all excited. I was like, oh God, what the Meanwhile, I'm like trying to get ready for the day and I hear giggling and laughing and I'm like, oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So then I was really nervous to see you. And she asked me, she goes, are you nervous to see her? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what are you going to say when you go out there? And they start making these jokes like, you should grab her hand. And just like, I forgot what they said. They were making all these jokes. And I was like, oh my God, I was so embarrassed. But like I was, I was like a little kid. I was like uh-huh. going in like, like Turner Harley's room telling me to have like, it was really cute. Mm-hmm. And I go out there and I sit by you. You were on the reading nook and you put your hand on my my knee or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and you just like looked at me, you like smiled. And I was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and then I asked like if you wanted to talk later or something. Which yeah. We never really did. No, we just made we out. We just more. made out again. <laughs> we never talked. We talked like throughout the day, but not like about what happened. 
And so then that night, same thing happened. We made out again. And then, and I kept saying, I just want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to, I just wanted to make it like really clear to you without, mm-hmm. I was trying to like, I wanted to like, I didn't know how to have that conversation, but I just wanted it to be clear to you that mm-hmm. like, okay, like we're doing it. Yeah. And so you you got all cute. And I like, stop. so we were making out and she's like, I just want to be with you. And I was like, I like stopped everything. And I was like, so does this mean you're, you'll be my girlfriend? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but I wanted to ask you in a special way. And I was like, well, I can take it back. Like, I can not ask you that. Like, we don't have to. And she was like, no, yeah, I want to be your girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It was so sweet. Oh, my gosh. It was so sweet. And so then I planned, um, Turner helped me plan our first date, and that night mm-hmm. I did my whole thing, which was Turner's idea, but Turner told me to take credit for it, but I cannot take credit for it. If anyone out there watches Shit's Creek, um, there's a scene where David does this, like, lip-sync performance to uh, Tina Turner's The Best for Patrick, mm-hmm. and I knew that Kaylee loved that scene. I mean, I love this show more than anything else in the world besides maybe Jackie. But <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and my dogs. Yeah. Um, I love that show so much. And that scene is so sweet. Yeah. And so uh, after our date, we went to a vineyard mm-hmm. and we drank sparkling grape juice mm-hmm. and cheese and crackers and sushi. We barely ate any of, any of it. Mm-hmm. I remember. I was like nervous. We were talking the whole time. Yeah. Obviously. Because yeah. that's what we do. Yeah, and so um, we got back, and I had her, like, close her eyes. (laughs) She sat there with her eyes closed. And I turned on – I kept forgetting things, so I kept, like, running in and out and in and out and out. (laughs) I kept forgetting phones, the phones dropped, and then the music player and all the stuff. And then I turned on the music and told her she could open her eyes, and I tried to do the lip sync thing. I put on a suit. Well, I put on a blazer, and I put on Mm. a whole suit. You looked very, very good. Thank you. And I tried doing it, and I couldn't. I lasted like ten you were seconds. Nervous. I was so nervous. I pulled her up to dance with me, so we just danced the song we danced instead. together. It was very cute and very fun. Yes. And obviously, I said I would be her girlfriend. What well, she said? No, never mind. I feel like that uh, performance was horrible. I thought about it. I thought oh, about no. saying. Um, I thought about being like, oh, you know, on second thought, never oh, mind. That would have been very mean. I know that would have been very mean, and I'm not that mean. Would have so. ruined the mood. Thank it you. Would have really <laughs> killed the mood. Oh, that's fine. Um, But yeah, so then maybe two weeks later, I told her I loved her first. Yeah. Maybe. And then like shortly after that, I told her I wanted to marry her. It moved real quick. I was like, I I wasn't going to be the one to say I love you first. I didn't want to scare Jackie. I was like, all right, I just got her. I can't scare her away. Like I can't. So, I mean, I felt like I loved her before we even started dating. So it's just like... I was just waiting for the moment that was right. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till she says it because, you know, I didn't want to scare her. And then she told me like two weeks after we started dating and I was like, well, I love you too, obviously. Like, I was nervous she wasn't going to say it. And in my mind, I was about to say, it's okay if, it's okay if you don't say it. You said that. You said that out loud. You okay. really, you said, I love you. And like, I, wait, I just sat there because I was just like soaking it up. And you're like, it's okay if you don't say it. And I was like, I love you too. I was like, that's like the easiest thing in the world for me to say. And then it was very, it was like, I don't remember, maybe two more weeks later and you said you wanted to marry me. That I wasn't expecting. I mean, obviously I feel the same, but I was shocked. I thought it would take way longer for you to get there. Yeah. 
I I I read this thing about so I'm an Enneagram seven, Kaylee's a nine, mm-hmm. and I read this thing about how like uh, as a seven like you want to like expand your net out and like try everything and like a, everything's an adventure and like kind of like you go wide but not deep and so then the key is if you can learn how to go deep instead of wide so then like relationship wise like instead of like dating all these people and everything's an adventure it's like you find your person and then go like deep with that person and then you discover that like you want every adventure and everything with this person it becomes its own adventure in itself mm-hmm. um and that's exactly how i felt and so it was kind of also just like duh mm-hmm. it was my person i knew that from the beginning so it's like i want to tell her that. i was so scared to tell you that that you wanted to marry me? Yeah. It was like late at night <laughs> what again. What did you think I was going to say no? It wasn't that I thought you were going to say no. I don't know. I mean, that's a big thing to say. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a very big thing Mind to say. Mind you, clarification, we're not engaged. Oh, yeah, we're not engaged. <laughs> that wasn't a proposal. We're just talking about marriage. <laughs> yeah. That was good to clarify. <laughs> that was good to clarify. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. And so we've been dating for three months now. Oh, yeah, officially today. Today, Oh, it's our three-month mark. Mm -hmm. And it is the best part of my life and the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I love you very much, I love you, too. This is so much fun. Mm -hmm. We still have questions and answers. Yes, we do. It took us two and a half hours to just do this part. To just do this part. So we asked you guys what kind of... If you had any questions for us that you wanted us to answer... For this podcast, and you guys gave us some cool questions, so we're going to answer those. Uh, Okay, what's your favorite thing about Kaylee and Kaylee's favorite thing about you? Hmm. I think my favorite thing about Kaylee is the safety. Like, she's just, like, being with Kaylee, I feel, like, safer than I've ever been in my entire life all the time. Like, she lets me to the max be any form of anything I need to be. She, like, because I can be a lot. I have, like, a lot of energy sometimes, and I'm so excited about everything, but then other times I get, like, the most unpredictably emotional mess ever, and I start crying about something, and she's just, like, there for me in the highs and the lows in, like, the biggest way, and I feel so safe to tell her anything, and my therapist, she came to therapy with me, and my therapist said she wanted to hire her. Like, she's so (laughs) good. She's so good. And, like, I've always just, like, dreamed of having a relationship that felt as safe as that. I don't even know what that safetyness felt like. But if we weren't dating, we would be, like, the closest best friends in the world, and it'd be really hard for me. Like, if I was, like, if we, like, weren't out, it would be, like, a, okay, let's just, like, hang out all the time, be roommates, and, like, we can share a bed. (laughs) (laughs) We can cuddle. It's like girl cuddling, yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and your eyes. Oh, thank you. Kay's got the best eyes ever. They have so they just have whole lifetimes in them. (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) I just think like one favorite thing about you: my scrunchies. For sure, the scrunchies. That's what got me right away. Mm -hmm. Um, She wears scrunchies on her wrist sometimes, and all the time. Cool factor maxed out um no uh (laughs) while I love the scrunchies Mm -hmm. um I don't know I I think I really love that um I love the depth you have 
like mm. both like emotional depth, but then just just with like conversations and being with you, like you have the capacity for like, I don't know, a lot of depth that I feel like people don't want to get to. Um, and I felt that right away. I mean, and maybe you didn't feel like you had that capacity back at the end of last year, but like you, I mean, you showed up in that with me pretty much right away. Um, I love your curiosity and like that you want to know about everything and you want to do everything and experience everything. Cause that's something that, I mean, we'll talk about cause there's another question about this, but that it's not necessarily, I'm very curious, but I'm not necessarily like as like, let's do this, let's do this. Or let's, you know, what about this? Or what does this mean? Or whatever. Like I'm, I'm a more like quietly curious person and you're a more like active curious person. And very I really expressive. like that. It's very, it balances me out. Mm. Um, and then I love like you help me feel really free and safe and, um, and you're the most beautiful person in the whole world. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. Where do you both see yourselves as individuals and a couple in the coming years? That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I, right now, individually in the coming years, I, that's kind of a little bit of an uncertain thing for me. Um, right now, I'm a nurse. I am going to hopefully very soon um, do travel nursing again, and I will be traveling with Jackie whenever that happens. Um, and then obviously we want to get married, so that'll happen in the next few years, probably. Um, and then personally, I just hope to keep growing as a person and figure out what my dreams are because I think they're changing. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, my goals and dreams and whatnot personally and for the next five years i want to keep writing i want to write i want to finish the book i'm doing now i want to see what it would look like to try to look in like real publish or like more traditional publishing world for it once covid ends crossing fingers covid ends um i want to start working towards the public speaking thing again because that's come to a real big halt i want to continue podcasting but I want to keep working on that, and I want to just grow in those ways. And then as a couple, can we talk about the RV? Mm -hmm. So, so, so <laughs> as a couple, uh, Kaylee, we're going to not give a ton of details or whatnot, but the plan is that Kaylee wants to get an RV mm -hmm. and renovate it mm -hmm. and make it uh, a little home. Mm -hmm. And for those who know me, you know my dream for so long has been to, at the time, a camper van and just travel around and just live in this van. And Kaylee had that same dream separate from... We had that same dream separate from each other. Mm -hmm. And so the plan is to do that, travel around in that. While she does travel nursing, I'll keep doing my writing and my podcasting mm -hmm. and whatever else. Maybe we'll get a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's top 
top of the list where she sees herself in the next few years is getting a golden retriever. Yeah, that, I should have just stopped at that. I should have started and stopped at golden retriever. I have two dogs already, so we got to learn to live with two dogs in an RV before we get a third. I think we're going to do great, and they're going to love it. I think it'll be fine, but we need to try Feel that out. out first. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, yes. <laughs> yes to all the things. Uh, okay, I like this one. Uh, this one was from a DM. Uh, this person said, You've spoken a good bit about how Kaylee has been a huge supporter in your road to recovery. What do you feel is the most impactful way she's shown her support, if there is just one? Um, I'm looking for things I could do to support my wife in this, so I thought I'd ask. Kaylee's been incredible when it comes to, like, road to recovery. I'm assuming this message is about eating disorder stuff. It wasn't clarified, but I'm assuming that's what it's about, um, just because, like, of treatment and everything. Uh, I think the best way is that she's there for me. Well, multiple ways that she's there for me as far as, like, she knows me really well so she knows when I'm not okay and she can tell when something's off and so she'll check in and give me the opportunity to talk about it but she'll also be absolutely totally okay if I'm not ready to talk about it like one time she asked if I want to talk about it or if I just want her to like hold me and I just want her to hold me because I couldn't talk about it yet so it's kind of just like giving me noticing giving me the chance to talk if I wanted to but also being okay with just being there it's really, really good for me to know that she takes care of herself in it because I get concerned that my stuff is going to be a burden or too much or yada, yada, yada. So we've had multiple conversations where um, we've talked about that and me letting her know that fear and her reassuring me that she knows her limits and she takes care of herself and she goes to therapy for herself and like... Just knowing those, just being aware of that is helpful for me because then that gives me the freedom to talk about it when I need to without feeling like I have to monitor if it's too much for her or not. Um, we eat, Regarding like eating disorder specifically, we eat meals together a lot, which we would do either way. But knowing that she knows what's going on and we've like talked about like what foods are really hard, but hard in a way where it's like you should still not avoid them and like I've shared... Just, like, the safety of, like, how much we can talk um, has been really great because I've told her so much about things, like, I've told her red flags to look for for me just to help her be aware. Um, she's just constantly provided a place that's, like, super judgment-free in there for me, but also knowing that she doesn't have to be, like, the hero and she doesn't have to, like, save me and the pressure's not on her to, like, make sure I'm okay. Like, when things are bad, we could just sit there and let them be bad. Like, it doesn't have to be this, like, solution thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'd say those are probably some really big ways. What did, I guess I'll ask my own version of this, but, like, if you were to give someone advice who is in your shoes. <laughs> I feel highly unqualified for that, but well, what, I can answer. Okay, like, as as a significant other of someone with an eating disorder, mm -hmm. what would you say to someone else? I'm like nervous that? now for some reason. Oh, sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, I feel very unqualified for answering questions uh, regarding advice for almost anything, even though I feel like, you know, even if I know a lot on the topic, I'm 
feel highly unqualified. I don't know. I guess I talked to my therapist about this um, a couple years ago for a totally unrelated situation, but just knowing what your own internal boundaries are, because I'm a super empathetic person, so it's easy for me to take on somebody else's, like, emotions or experiences and, like, almost personalize them and make them my own in a way where, like, I'm carrying the weight of someone's emotions as if they were my own emotions, and um, it's just having really blurry internal boundaries in that way. And something I've worked on over the last couple years is knowing, you know, being able to identify, okay, this person is having a hard time with this, regard like whether it's, you know, my relationship with Jackie or my relationship with my family or friends or whatever, but knowing, okay, this is their emotional response or their feeling or their experience. What is my place in this not to come in and like be the person that fixes everything, but like, how can I show up for this person? And what is, where, where is my place? Cause I'm not the one that's like feeling those feelings, even if I'm empathizing. Some of the conversations can be uncomfortable or like difficult, but just being willing to have whatever hard conversation that is. Um, being curious, I feel like a big thing for me is just being curious. I want to understand and And I want to understand so I can support her better. And then just having your own support system, too. Like, I'm going to therapy. I'm taking care of myself. Like, it can be tempting to, like, put all your energy and focus on, like, how can I help this person that I care about? But you also have to remember that, like, you are a person in the relationship, too. And you have to take care of yourself because you can't show up for your loved one if you're not caring for yourself first. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was reading something about this the other day, but I think something that people might struggle with, I haven't noticed this feeling with myself, but um, I think sometimes people feel, take things personally or like make, make someone else's struggles about them in a way. And I feel like, realizing it's not at all about you it's about like it's a it's about your partner it's not about it's not necessarily about you like I don't know so don't take things personally like feel like if the person's if your loved one's struggling more it doesn't mean that you're not there for them or you're not you know showing up for them it's like no they're just having a harder time right now that doesn't mean anything about you Mm -hmm. that's like separate if that makes sense yeah that makes sense that's very good advice Karen. okay good because i don't great. feel qualified in any way but <laughs> no you are you are wonderful in dealing with me so no. i appreciate that what was it like to fall in love with a roommate and how do you manage living together so quickly it feels super normal to me like, it feels I mean, I don't very know anything normal. other than this yeah It feels really normal. I think our falling in love as roommates situation is different than maybe other people's experience if they've had an experience like this. Because we didn't, like, move in together and then develop feelings for each other. It was like we had feelings for each other 
well, you just heard the messy story. Yeah, the whole story. But it was like we had feelings for each other before we were roommates. And so it's like very different. It feels very normal to be living together. And we were talking, we've talked about it several times where we don't know what it would be like to be dating not as roommates during this time of a pandemic. Like Mm -hmm. we would have had to move in together really fast because it just, that's the only way that makes sense right now. Um, Yeah, but it feels really natural. Um, Surprisingly, I don't know. I feel like I'm surprised by how well it worked. Because I've never lived with someone I've dated before. Yeah, me too. And we literally went from living across the country from each other, like long-distance pen pals, to we're roommates and now we're dating. So I don't know. It feels very normal just because, like, when you were in town and Mm -hmm. we were together, like, I slept over at Turner's. Like, we Mm -hmm. were, like, technically, for those few days, like, room. I don't know. It's like we were Mm -hmm. constantly together and we were constantly talking that if we didn't live together, we would be over at each other's houses Mm -hmm. all the time anyway. It feels very, very good. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, managing living together just in general. I just moved into her bathroom. <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> I have drawers in her room now. <laughs> I moved from across the hall to down the hall. Big steps. <laughs> what is her Enneagram type, and how does it relate to yours? So, like we said before, I'm a seven, and she's a nine. Mm-hmm. Very, very different, but very similar. And I love the similarities. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I'm very fascinated by them, maybe, is the better word. I mean, I like that. I like the similarities, but I'm, it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit already. Like, Seven's very, like, adventurer, enthusiastic about everything, wants to try everything, wants to numb out and not feel anything tough, wants to avoid conflict, which we've talked about similar mm-hmm. in a nine, but just in a different way. You, like, shut down... Yeah, so, like, nines are also big on, like, avoiding hard feelings and and avoiding conflict, but it presents different. Like, um, I feel like for me, when I'm shutting down or trying to avoid some, or I'm trying to avoid a hard feeling, I, like, shut down or I dissociate or um, I do something to numb out that's not so, like, Let's go out and do this. Let's, you know, whatever. It just presents differently, but I have a very similar um, avoidance of, like, facing hard feelings or conflict. Yeah. Um, I think something really helpful to me for this about you is the, like, negative sides for me about being a seven is that I feel like I have to be, like, go, go, go all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, I find my worth in that, and I have a really hard time sitting and relaxing or I have a hard time, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I have to be the performer and go and do all these things, and like, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And Kaylee makes me feel like I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And she just brings me, like, a lot of peace. And I don't know if that's has anything to do with your Enneagram number or not. I feel like it would. It contributes, I think. I mean, the biggest thing about nines is they love peace. That's their seeking peace all the time. Like, that's that their... Yeah, like, we are doing whatever we can to maintain this, like, equilibrium within ourselves in a way. And so that's, like, I've been told my entire life that I have a calming presence or I'm, like, bring people peace. And I think that's a very—I've talked to other nines about that, that, like, that's a pretty common experience. That, like, our quest for our own peace kind of—we have this—I don't really want to call it zen, but it's, like, this just energy that's much more— 
calming, I feel like, because we, we don't feel the need to, or at least I don't feel the need to, like, extend more energy than is necessary for something. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually just kind of go with the flow, easygoing, like, don't get my feathers ruffled very easily. I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's, yeah. And that's fun for me because it's like, I like to go on all these adventures. Mm-hmm. And if Kaylee has the energy, then she's like down for the ride all the time. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. I'll like do whatever. As long as I know it's not going to kill me yes. and I have energy for it, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do whatever. And so that's fun. That's really fun because I get to get creative with like ideas because mm-hmm. I like, I like planning stuff and I like mm-hmm. coming up with ideas and fun things to do. Um, and so it's really fun that Kaylee is very open to all that with me. Mm-hmm. And then also, I've talked about this before with you, but sevens, nothing against us, but they exhaust me sometimes. Mm. It'd be really hard for me to date a seven because... <laughs> um, it might be unsafe. It would probably be unsafe. I just, like, I feel like I have to keep up. I have to prove myself as a seven. I have to, like, Who's prove seven enough. Yeah, like, who's the most seven? Who's the most excited, the most enthused? Who can come up with the most ideas and stay out the latest and do the most stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just for, like, a hot minute dated a seven who was named Kaylee. <laughs> you went to the other end of the spectrum with me. Yes, she was very seven. And I felt tired trying to prove myself, and it was mm-hmm. a whole thing. So I guess it's really nice that we're, like, really different in that way mm-hmm. because it's not, like, it doesn't, like, rub up against each other. Mm-mm. We're, like, very different in that way. And we kind of, like, I feel like our differences highlight each other in that in a really mm-hmm. good way. Um, mm-hmm. And then bring each other back. We, like, bounce each other out really well. Yeah. Both sevens and nines are deeply curious about, like, the world and people. And so that's really fun to experience and share with Jackie. It's, like, you kind of have the desire for very similar things. It may look different. So, like, Jackie's much more, like, hands-on, like, I want to experience this thing or, like, whatever. And I want to learn about everything and everyone. And sometimes it's more a passive way than what Jackie would do. But it's fun to be able to, like, kind of experience that curiosity of the world and everything um, together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for that question because I love talking about the Enneagram. Yeah, it's super fun and it's love been it. very, very fun. Um, and uh, what's the word? Fun and enlightening. Yes. Dating each other because we've learned a lot about what our Enneagram presents as and how that impacts a relationship and mm-hmm. what. Um, our different struggles are and strengths and all the things. And it's really, it's been really fun. Yeah. Oh, someone said, wow, Jackie's so cool and strong and her hair is so long almost. That was you, Jackie. <laughs> I'm trying to grow my hair out. <laughs> uh, do you guys ever fight? We haven't fought. We've had many a hard conversation. Yeah. But we've never fought necessarily, I guess. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say we fought. Mm-mm. But I mean, we're three months in. Yeah. So. We'll fight eventually. I'm sure we'll fight it's gonna eventually. Be a hard day. <laughs> it's going to be a really hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we haven't, we've had many hard conversations. This all started, I mean, it started with a hard conversation. Um, well, it didn't start with one, but like, there were just lots before we started yeah. dating. We had a lot, we had to navigate a lot of challenging and difficult conversations before we even started dating. So I think that like, 
made our communication stronger so that I'm not saying we'll never get in a fight, but I think it has helped us trust each other to bring up things that are hard for us or um, if we're upset about something or if we feel like, I mean, we've had conversations about like things that have triggered each other mm-hmm. in um interactions we've had or conversations we've had or whatever and um I think that it's helpful for me to know that we've navigated a lot of hard conversations already so that I know we can like navigate more and it will be okay it's not the end of the world because mm-hmm. like I said I'm conflict avoidant generally speaking um so yeah well, Kaylee, this has been almost three hours worth of <laughs> such a good conversation. Mm-hmm. I love our story. I love mm-hmm, the too. good and the hard. I don't love the hard, but I love the hard because it's part of our story. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun talking about all that with you. And I mm-hmm. hope people enjoyed listening. And if you lasted to the almost three hours. Um, you win like, some sort of prize. Yeah. Put put a fire emoji on the Instagram post so I can know. We'll mm-hmm. see if that actually happens. But, <laughs> Kaylee, would you rather have roller skates for your hands and have to walk around on your hands like that, like roll on your hands to get where you need to go, but you're, like, able to do it and you're good at it? Or and I have roller skates for my hands all the time? Yes. So I have no hands. <laughs> you figured out a way to, like, yeah, you have no hands, which... <laughs> Okay, you just have no Just hands. roller skates for hands. Yeah, and you like... Seems more complicated. Okay, but. no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather your... Um, transport... Like... <laughs> I was having a hard time. Would you rather, whenever you wanted to walk around somewhere, you had to do it on your hands in roller skates? Like roller skates on your hands. Okay. Like you're walking on your hands, but you have roller skates. Okay. But then when you're just standing and doing whatever, you have hands again. Okay. Normal. Or would you rather Leo... As Leo, your dog. I'm anxious. <laughs> or would you rather your transportation be Leo? <laughs> As in you have to, and he's like strong enough and can carry you. And he's your transportation. You just ride Leo wherever you go. And he has the same personality, so you gotta like really work on controlling him. Oh gosh, he has the same personality, <laughs> like and nothing to strangers. Yeah, no, nothing's different about him other than he is nor he's like used to you riding on his back, so that won't be an adjustment. But you have to figure out how to control him. Oh gosh, I probably want to roll around on okay. my hands. <laughs> I would totally pick Leo. Like I would love to pick Leo, but I just know what that would look like. Him meeting a stranger, especially a strange man, he would probably lose his marbles. Okay, what about um, Piper? For sure would ride Piper anytime. She's not she as... would just take you to her bed all the time. <laughs> she, she would, take... and I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'd be sleepy. I'd be like, I'm going to bed now. Goodbye. If you guys knew Leon Piper, that would make more sense. Piper has anxiety, and when she's done with us, she just goes straight to her bed. Like, head down, straight to bed. She's like, she's done with us, and she's like, I am gone. See you later. I'm going to bed. And And I relate to that in a way. Yeah, and he's just the most extra cliche dog. Just happy to be here, happy to be alive. Crazy, all over the place, super cute, loud, and takes his job protecting the house very seriously. It's very serious business. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Kaylee, I love you. I love you, too. This was so much fun. This was very fun. 
Um, let's go eat chili and not sit on the floor because my butt hurts. My butt so hurts so bad hurts right now. So bad. Okay. We're coming out of the closet. We're coming out. We're coming out of the closet. Oh, that'd be a good way to, to come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Podcast in the closet, and then you walk out with the podcast or a video camera. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, and I love you too. Uh, I'll say bye, but I'm still with you. So bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>